Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Speaking Out for the Blind, I'm Brian McCallan. You may remember my interview with Jake Olson in 2014. Mr. Olson was a blind high school football player and a big fan of the University of Southern California or USC Trojans football team. Well, guess what? Now he plays for the team. SB Nation reports that Jake just launched a clean snap to get the Trojans an extra point during a recent game. How exciting is that? Jake rejoins us to talk about this awesome moment in sports history and give us updates on his new college and life goals. Welcome back to the show, Jake. Hey, thanks for having me, Brian. Let's refresh the audience's memories about your life. You were diagnosed with retinoblastoma at eight months old. What's retinoblastoma and how has the disease affected your vision? Well, retinoblastoma is a uh, cancerous tumors in the retina of the eye. It's a fast and aggressive moving cancer. And so if it's not detected early enough or thought to be untreatable, the removal of the eye is necessary uh, given the fact that it can move through the optic nerve to the brain and then throughout the body. So both my left eye was removed when I was around one years old and then my right eye was removed when I was around 12 years old and I fought for my right eye for those 12 years. Throughout growing up, I had vision in that right eye and only that right eye. And obviously, because of all the cancer treatments through those 12 years, you know, there was definitely points in different periods of time that my vision was pretty poor. And then it was decent at other times, it just really depended on uh, treatments and where we were that. Aspect, but you know, had had a pretty high, uh, <laughs> thick glasses. It was, uh, like you said, it was it was never really clean vision, but it, it was enough to where I could, you know, play sports and live a normal life in, in that aspect. And so when I lost my eyesight, it definitely was, you know, a change of learning how to read Braille and, and everything of that of that nature. Do you know Braille pretty well? Yeah, when when I went blind in seventh grade. You know, I sat down for you know a year with a teacher and you know learned you know how to read and write braille throughout grade one and grade two. We talked about how big of a fan you were of the USC Trojans. Talk about that. Yeah, well, growing up uh, in Southern California, you know, it just uh, was pretty hard not to be a fan of USC. It was, it was during the Carroll era and just in the 2000s and seeing SC being as dominant as they were. My dad received his MBA here back in the day. So just had Cardinal and Gold in my blood and really just loved watching that team. They were, they were fun. I think if you even asked who would despise USC, you know, they, they'd say it was, it, was just, it was just a fun era and team to watch. And so just really grew up a huge USC fan and really always wanted to come here. So it just was obviously a dream come true when, when everything came to fruition. How did you earn a scholarship to get on the team? NPR says that you did. Swim with Mike is a uh, is a great organization. It's a nonprofit organization that runs through USC, but it's it's not limited to only those who apply to USC. It's an organization that gives scholarships out to physically challenged athletes 
that could be current or those who have played athletically and then had an injury either due to sport or non-sports related but has caused cost them uh, playing the, their sports. When I went to SC, they offered me a, a scholarship here and, um, you know, I just was and still am so appreciative that they, they, they offered me that, that opportunity and, and were willing to, to give me a scholarship here at SC because, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's not cheap. College definitely isn't cheap. How did you speak out to get accepted to USC and what are you studying? I'm a business major. What do you want to do with business? I think that a business major is one of the more versatile majors you can get. I think that it's important to understand just how, how money works and what, what, what to do with it. I really kind of like more of the finance side of things. Uh, I, I love sports, so I kind of maybe would want to find a happy medium between the two. Um, just understanding how to, to take care of my money and handle it and where things to invest. It's something that you know I really want to gather from receiving this major as well. That's a subject area that involves a lot of numbers. Numbers and money and all that stuff. Now we're going to get back to football. I remember during my last interview with you how you explained meeting Seattle Seahawks coach Pete Carroll and the advice he gave you. Let's play a little bit of the clip. You know, Coach Carroll always talks about always competing, um, and I really took that to heart. You know, uh, you know, really making no excuses, just going out there and, and doing the best you can every day. And so, you know, when go, I was going blind, and once I became blind, I really took that to heart of just always competing, not looking at your circumstance and making excuses, but using that circumstance just to go out and, and do the best you can. And so that's what I've really t- taken to heart and, and, and I've done since going blind. I just took my blindness, said, "Okay, I'm blind." going to deal with it, and I'm going to keep doing the things that I know how to do. That advice was going out there and doing the best you could do every day. How did you follow this advice when making that exciting clean snap during the Trojans versus Western Michigan University game and getting your team an extra point? Well, you know, it was just something that obviously... When I, I first was around him in, in, in 2009, just his, his whole motto of always compete, you know, just going out there and really dominating, believing in yourself, being true potential. And, you know, that was something that I wanted to include in, in a lot of aspects of my life, but football related. It just was something that coming into my junior year of high school, I really just wanted to play football again and I wanted to go out there and compete, embrace competition, find really my true potential out there on the football field. And so that was something that I did my going in my junior year and then as I as I came to USC, you know, embraced even more and really just wanted to perfect my skill and believe in myself. I believe in my talent. And so, you know, going out there and stamping a PAT was just something that again was something that I practiced for, something that I was ready for and all those different aspects kind of come together and just give me the confidence to go out there and do what I knew how to do. How did you practice for this moment? Just at practice every day, you know, just snap and, and just getting the muscle memory down of becoming a long snapper, you know, just perfecting that art and skill. Now you got to play the role of audio describer and explain snapping and this whole play you did for our blind listeners. Long snapping is a position of football that's going to snap the ball to the holder for a PAT or field goal or the punter for punting situation. My job is to get the ball and again, snap back to the, the holder. How the really the, the whole 
operation goes is my holder Wyatt will come up and we'll, we'll run to the ball. I, I have, let's see, there's four guys on my left and four guys on my right. They're, they're big offensive linemen. Um, I'll be in the middle, obviously, over the ball. Wyatt will line up my hips. I'll take my stance, and he'll adjust my feet accordingly. Then I will reach out for the ball. Um, and as he goes back, eight, he goes back eight yards, um, and he'll get set up there on one knee to hold the ball. I'll, I'll get set with my hands and get my you know stance to snap the ball. Our kicker, meanwhile, is, is taking a couple steps back into the, to the side. He'll obviously be running through, kicking the ball once the holder catches it and puts it down. But I'll snap it back there at when, when the cadence comes. A long snap would include, you know, a good spiral, uh, good velocity, good location, preferably laces out. The kicker doesn't have to kick the ball where the laces are. And so it's just, you know, it's just a, a clean operation. You want a clean operation, fast operation. Um, and, you know, that's, that's something that, again, you, just, you practice for and, and get that feel down. The Washington Post says that Holder White Schmidt helped you score the snap. Tell us more about Wyatt and how he helped you execute this play. Yeah, Wyatt is, is, is again, my holder and, and uh, great guy. Always willing to help me. He's, he's he's really got a great heart. Again, just was something, um, you know, again, his job is just to line me up and to make sure that I'm, you know, obviously pointing the right direction in the sense that I'm going to snap the ball right to him. You know, he'll, he'll tell me, Obviously, when when he's lining me up at first, if I need to, you know, put your left foot up one inch, put your right foot back an inch or whatever, and then when he gets back there on one knee, he can again adjust me a little bit if he wants to tell me, okay, no, Jake, actually move your move your right foot up an inch one more time, you know, or something. So his job just to line me up, and then uh, from there it's just you know normal snapper holder cadence, you know, there's there's nothing too too uh, special beyond that point that makes. It differentiates me from another snapper. So he's sort of your sighted guide during the game, right? Yeah, when, you know, when, when we're running out there, uh, the player, I'm on his shoulder, and yeah, he'll, he'll line me up. Like, you know, that's his job. After the clean snap was done and the game was over, did USC win that game? Yes, we, we, we won. We, were, we won 49-31, to 31, I believe. Okay, that's great. Um, yeah. So, awesome. so how have you and the team been doing throughout the season so far? We are uh, we are four and one. We actually just took our first loss of it um, this, this past week up in uh, up in Washington State um, in in, uh, in Pullman. So it was it was a tough loss. It was a close game, uh, but you know, we're ready to get the rest of the season. You know, everything, all of our goals and, and everything is still in front of us. Uh, you know, we got a lot of a lot of games. We still play um, over half the season and you know we, 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 we again we everything's in front of us we just need to just understand that we're a great football team and you know we took a tough loss up there it was a really close game and you know we don't need to change anything it's just you go out there and, and um, just fix a little things and, and get better every week and and really just have have the mindset that again our goals are in front of us and, and just continue to achieve those goals when you guys finish each of your games, are they? Do you review the videotapes and then talk about them? Yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of film that uh, goes on in in football. Either again, as you said, uh, we're doing the game or, or game planning for the for the next opponent. Let's talk more about your life outside of school and football. Are you continuing your motivational speaking events? Yeah, I am. I am. I, uh, I, I definitely am. Those, those, 
Um, I haven't slowed down any bit since 2014. You know, it's, it's, it's been awesome. I love doing that. And it's, it's really just a way to get out there and inspire people. And it's just something I absolutely love. What, what advice have you given them? And at what recent events have you spoken at? Well, uh, actually, recently I, I uh, had a few speaking engagements in Denver uh, to a, a company in a school uh, down in Georgia. I, I had a speaking engagement to a, uh, the National Chapter um, uh, uh, National Chapter Delta Gamma um, and, and their, their uh, board members. I uh, let's see. Over summer, around here in, in Southern California. So you know, it's just it's just again something that is has been awesome. Uh, it's it's I love traveling. I love doing it. I love impacting people. You know, lots of times. And it, it 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 slightly varies from event to event of what exactly they want me to talk about. But you know, a lot of times it's just motivating them, and telling them the different you know, tools and opportunities I've um, or the tools that I've used and the different opportunities I've, I've been given to to really go and achieve and and uh, my goals and, and you know how to overcome that adversity and use that adversity to to drive you further in life. When we're talking about adversity, we previously talked about your book. Open your eyes. 10 Uncommon Lessons to Discover a Happy Life. Is the book completed? And is it being published? Yeah. And yeah, where book, is it available for purchase? Yeah, the book the book was, was published back in 2014, so it's been out um, you know, for for almost four years now, I guess. Um, and it's on Amazon. Um, you know, it is on Bookshare, you know, if if you want to reach out that way, but but yeah, it's, it's it's definitely out there, and and it, you know, it's it's it, I definitely recommend the read. Great, our listeners going to be checking that out. Um, when yeah. when you when um if, if the USC Trojans become bowl eligible, because we know that during around New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, there's all the bowl games. If USC becomes bowl eligible, which bowl, which of those bowls will USC be playing at? Well, that's that's all going to depend on uh, the bowl committee will, will decide that. Hopefully we are in the playoff game, uh, which will be a New Year's Day, uh, and that will be the Rose Bowl, and I believe it will be the uh, Sugar Bowl, if I'm not... If I'm I'm not wrong, uh, and so uh, that those will be played New Year's, and then the and then obviously if we win that, then we go to the national championship, which is a week later. But, but uh, you know, it will all depend. I know the Rose Bowl is a playoff game, so if we do somehow uh, miss the playoffs, but we are still highly ranked and just not in the playoff, but still really. Highly ranked as a as a Pac-12 team. I'm not sure exactly what that would set us up for. Probably another New Year's Six Bowl, but to be determined. Keep stay in tune and, and, and again follow us, and you know we'll, we'll be just as excited to find out where we'll be going as you guys. Yeah, we'll definitely be up on that. Um, I'm sure some of our listeners are big college football fans, watching all the games on Saturday and Thursday and Friday, and. Um, Definitely, we'll, we'll be keeping up with that. How many games do you have to win to become bowl eligible? Uh, six games, yeah. Six games is, is where you have to become bowl eligible. But 
obviously, um, the bowl season runs all the way from December, I think, like eight all the way through January, and that that, that week following January first, and all the way to the uh, national championship game. So if you're, and it depends what conference you're in and what school you're in, but if you know you're you're a six and six team, um, you'll, you'll be in a kind of a lower rated bowl, but a bowl nonetheless. But obviously, if you're if you're ranked high, you know, top 25 and 10, 11 win season, then you'll be playing, as you said, on, on New Year's Eve and, and on New Year's and those kind of more high premier, um, games. Now, now outside of football, um, and outside of studying, what do you do for leisure? I love, uh, I love hanging out with my friends. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big fantasy football player. I love, I love fantasy football. Um, you know, I, 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 I play the guitar. Um, I love to surf. You know, I I'll ski every once in a while. If, if, if you know, I'm, I'm I go up to the the local mountain range near me, and um, you know we got cabin up there. So you know if that permits itself. Uh, I love to golf, obviously. Um, where where do you surf? Uh, I surf just down at my home in Huntington Beach. Um, you know, just right, you know, right off kind of down the street where my house is. When you play the guitar, do you just play or do you sing too? Uh, you know, I, my, I think my friends just rather have me play, but, uh, but I'll sing sometimes too. When you finish, um, USC, do you think you're ever going to get into NFL football and want to be drafted? Probably not. I just, the NFL is a whole different animal, uh, and it's, it's pretty crazy out there. I know there's a few long that, uh, are still in the league and have been in the league a long time, but probably the long snappers just, it's. There's always a new rookie coming out of, of college that could, you know, just do the job just as well as you can. And, and, you know, eventually once you're four or five years in the league, you are obviously wanting a higher salary and they're going to pay you a higher salary because you know, you're getting off your rookie contract and, and everything. And, you know, they'd rather just not spend the, the money cap on, on paying a veteran long snapper or not just get a new guy that. You know, can can do the job and again go back to that rookie salary. So it's just it just be fun, but I just again it's just a different animal and it's just something that probably I'll, I'll stay away from it and rather just enjoy watching it. That's such a money focused business. Where where do you golf? Uh, uh, I golf. Well, I mean, my home course is a, a country club near my house uh, called Seacliff. Uh, but you know, you know, I, I love playing all over the place. My favorite course I've ever played. I gotta say, it's probably I don't know. It's it, there's up in Monterey, um, in the Pebble Beach area between Pebble Beach, by Glass. And I was uh, very fortunate enough to play a private course up there called Cypress Point. Um, but those those courses are just absolutely beautiful, and uh, I I can't pick between them. Probably the three, but um, you need to be you can include in there as well. But it's it's you know I I, I love to play anywhere. Um, you know, throughout Southern California, or if you know we go on a family vacation somewhere, you know, um, you get a get a play. You know, I, I play with my dad, so you know we're we're just out there, we have fun, and it's just something that you know I, I really love to do. How many more years are you going to be spending at USC? When is your expected completion date for all your studies? May 2019 would be when I when I complete my undergrad. May 2019. Okay, so that's a couple years away. I took the five-year plan when getting my bachelor's in broadcasting from San Francisco State. Do you think you're going to go for your master's? 
that will be probably determined on a few factors, but you know that I definitely, I definitely could see myself getting getting an NBA. But um, you know, it's 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 such a weird world out there in, in business that you know if you find a you find a niche that really kind of fits you that some companies want you to, some companies don't want you to, some companies want you to work for them for two years and then send you to an NBA program. And it's just it really all depends. And so again, that'll be determined. I mean, I'm never, I'm not against the idea at all um, but i just want to see kind of where where and if that would be necessary okay is there anything else you'd like to add no i think i think that that's great well jake it was great having you on again and you're definitely an inspiration to us all and we hope you and the trojans win big this season thanks again for joining us today Thank you, I really appreciate that. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind, or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website, that's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org. And my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash four dash the dash blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows ranging from episode 94 to the present. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. If you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACB Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. Hi, I'm Debbie Hazelton. You know, most of us hear so much noise from sun up to sun down. Ever notice? Or think about the effect that all that noise has on your peace of mind? There's plenty of research supporting the value of quiet time on our well-being. Come join me each Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern, in the quiet, right here on ACB Radio Interactive. That's at 7 p.m. each Tuesday. In the quiet, 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 quiet. California, Florida, Iowa, Texas, guide dog users, students, IT professionals, government employees. The American Council of the Blind has members in all 50 states and is actively engaged in a wide variety of activities. We advocate for the education, employment, and social inclusion of all blind and visually impaired Americans. We publish a monthly magazine. We hold an annual conference and convention and operate a multi-channel internet radio station. Check us out at acb.org. Together, we can do anything. Connecting the blind community around the world. This is ACB Radio.
The First Amendment reads, The people shall not be deprived or abridged of their right to speak. The odds are, the person you just heard is an African American. Because African Americans are twice as likely to suffer a stroke as white Americans. That's twice as likely a stroke could rob you of the freedom to speak your mind. The freedom to shout from mountaintops. The freedom to tell your mother you love her. And it's twice as likely a stroke could take your life. Therefore, it's twice as crucial for us to do something about preventing a stroke. Learn how you can help beat the odds. Start by calling 1-888-4-STROKE or go online to strokeassociation.org. Join the power to end stroke. A public service message brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. NASCAR champion Bobby Lavani here with my brother Terry and my nephew Justin. You know, every sport has its essential safety gear. For racing, we wear helmets, fire retardant suits, and Nomex gloves. For fishing, waterfowl hunting, and boating, we wear life jackets. After an intense race, there's nothing more relaxing than bass fishing or a little duck hunting on the lake. But we're the first ones to tell you, on the track or on the water, accidents happen fast. In a crash, there's no time to put on a helmet. And when a boater capsizes or is thrown from the boat, there's rarely time to reach a stowed life jacket. But today's life jackets are lightweight and comfortable. Fishing or hunting, they don't get in your way. That's why you won't catch a Levani on the water without a life jacket. Don't let us catch you either. Remember, you're in command. Boat safely. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard. For more information on boating safety, visit www.uscgboating.org. How many homeowners does it take to change to Energy Star qualified light bulbs? Answer, all of them. And they have every reason to. The bulbs look really cool. They come in spiral, mini-spiral, and A-line shapes. They last and last, up to ten times longer than traditional fixtures. And they use two-thirds less energy. That's win-win-win. Cool lighting, cool temperatures, cooler energy bills. From the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency.